What's up, everybody? It is podcast number two of the same day, February 28th, 2024. I'm your host, Sarge, at Ease Delinquents, at Ease Potter. What is in the bag? Oh, man. So, why am I doing another podcast today? Because I'm starting to get on this trend. I might be a trendsetter. Instead of, like, just sitting and waiting and, like, playing games where you win nothing, you know, or uh, watching TikToks that just corrupt your mind with bullshittery, I'm just going to talk to you guys. I'm just going to get it out there, vent, you know, do something productive, because you guys, my delinquent army, because you love me, are absolutely swallowing these podcasts up. My turnover time, turnaround time, succession rate, it's, it's, it was good before. Now, it's up, like from yesterday to today, it's up 32%, which is insane, because yesterday was a good day. But now, so apparently, apparently, you guys are telling your squad to follow my pod, and, uh, I'm getting a lot more engagement, so... Based on that, uh, please keep telling your squad to follow my pod. And uh, check out caresnone.com, C-A-R-E-S-N-O-N-E.com. Use code SARGE20, S-A-R-G-E-2-0, and you. Yes, you get 20% off all of your stuff. Yesterday it was 74 degrees in Chicago. Today it's 30. Feels like 10. Yeah, yeah. That's great. So I went to the surgeon today, and... uh, he was leaps and bounds better than the other guy. The other guy's like, yeah, I'll see you. I'm going to do all the stuff. I'm going to do all the checkups, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I can't I can't schedule a surgery. Sorry. I can't do this for you. Sorry. I'm going to refer you to somebody else. And then uh, that guy was booked. And now I'm just like, oh, my God. So I had to find somebody else. I found this guy. I was like, give me whoever you got. I found this guy, and this guy's like, all right, this is how it's going to be. We're going to do a lumbar microdisectomy something. And he's going to go in there, and he's going to retract the muscles and get the muscles out of the way. He's going to go straight for the herniated disc. He's going to cut that bitch off. He's going to sew me back up, and I have to stay overnight. I thought it was outpatient before. It's not outpatient. Now it's I'm going to stay the night. And then my recovery, he doesn't want me doing shit. For like two weeks. Until my um, formal referral. Referral? What is it? What is it What is it when you come back? <laughs> your your review? Your follow-up. Jeez, my brain. I'm going to get dementia. Okay? I'm going to get dementia or Alzheimer's. I forgot follow-up appointment. So I'm not, gonna, I'm not allowed to take a shower for four days. And if you know me, I like to take a shower every day. So that's going to suck. So, sponge baths it is. Ladies, there's a waiting line. Okay? Make sure you put your name on the list. You can't just dump to the front. Alright? Um, so, here's the bad news. Alright? Again, ladies, I'm sorry for this, but uh, it's on Steak and a BJ Day. My surgery is slated for Steak and a BJ Day. March 14th, Steak and a BJ Day. And I gotta stay overnight. This is ridiculous. You think they have steak? At the hospital. 
Do you think I could get the? Uh, no, probably not. I probably can't get the other thing on the um, on that day. Plus, it probably won't be good for my back. How do you heal from that? L five S one. It's right at the like base of your back, like right at the small of your back. Are they going to sew me up? Do I have to lay on my stomach? Am I just going to be looking at the floor while I'm healing or something? Apparently, the next day I could leave, so that'd be good. And. Uh, I got to heal for a couple weeks, which is, you know, a blessing and a curse because I get two pays, two pays days. Wow. Two weeks paid vacation of sick time. So I'm going to utilize the hell out of that for sure. For sure. We shall see. And I could just use vacation days if I need to use vacation days. I don't want to go on short-term disability. I just honestly... I wanted to get the surgery, and then I'll heal for a week, and then I'm done. That's what I'm going to do. The surgery's on a Thursday. I'm not going to do shit till a week from the following Monday. Okay? I'll be good. And then I should go, and then I'm going back to work. I don't give a fuck. I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I, I need to I need to be mobile. And, and, and I told this guy, I was like, yeah, I need a... I need a I'm out of my prescription in six days. He's like, yeah, I got you, bro. And he got me new ones. He got me He got me uh, new Norcos. Oh, you got to be careful, man. He just filled it right the fuck up. I was like, all right, bro. It's a good thing I'm not an opioid addict, addict, because I, be, uh, I would be in trouble right now. So I'm just going to uh, take care of everything. I told them what I take. I take, told them I take, I take ibuprofen. And uh, the Norco, and they're like, you need to stop taking the ibuprofen. They weren't even worried about the opioid. I guess they understood that, you know, I've been in pain since August. But taking an ibuprofen like I have, they're like, no, 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 don't do that. you got to tear your stomach up. And I was like, okay. I'll do my best. They don't want me taking any NSAIDs. That's how you pronounce it, by the way. Non-steroid anti-inflammatory drugs. I was like, yeah, oh, I can't take this because it's an NSAID. And she's like, yeah, you can't take any NSAIDs before. And I was like, NSAIDs. I was like, that's how you say it? And she fucking laughed her ass off. She's like, yeah, 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 you fucking moron. (laughs) Sorry, I don't know the lingo. But, uh, yeah, I got to get a whole bunch of labs done before that. I got things scheduled. I'm going to get try to get the labs done on Saturday. I got to get an EKG. I got to get some blood work, urine, um, a chest x-ray to find out if I have pneumonia or something. And I was like, oh, you can find out from a chest x-ray what your lungs look like? And they're like, she's like, yeah, yeah. I thought it was just, oh, man, I keep yawning. I thought it was just bone. It's not. Yeah, if you have the one, it shows up on a chest x-ray. See, this podcast is full of, like, information that you didn't know you needed. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, God. It shouldn't have taken this long, though. I am obscenely pissed off at the fact that it took this long to get to where I am. Even the doctor's like, man, you did this, 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 this. You did everything. And now, here we are. And now I'm going to get in there. I'm going to take it out. And then, you know how they 
put you in a room, they make you wait, and then the first person comes in, takes your blood pressure, asks you a couple questions, leaves, makes you wait, and then the 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 little minion comes in, asks you a bunch of questions, and then makes you wait, and then the doctor doctor comes in. It was the same, but it was like bam, 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 bam. It was very fast. The last guy I was sitting waiting forever for him to tell me, yeah, you know, I don't got the room for you. Sorry. This guy comes in. He's like, look, here, check this out. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. This is my sight. Yeah, he has a sight. Brainandspinaldoctor.com. Spelling out doctor. D-O-C-T-O-R. Brainandspinaldoctor.com. Dot com. He's like, this is what we're going to do. And I was like, all right. And he's like, and he showed me something where they got get bone out of the way of the nerve. He's like, in your case, not bone, less evasive. I was like, so it's going to be easier. He's like, oh yeah, so much easier. And I was like, perfect. Make it happen. He's like, the chances of it re-herniating are 5%. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Cause the last guy said 20%. So 5% is much better. Much, much better, but I don't know if it's going to, with my luck, delinquents, I, I might end up back in there. And they did all, they did all the, uh, oh, these are the, this is the precautions and this is what could happen and you got to make sure you take care of this and don't take these certain drugs. Take pain meds as you want to take pain meds. When the pain shows up, you take the pain meds. Okay. You don't, you don't try to tough it out like you've been doing with what you've been doing. I was like, okay, Fine. Whatever. I can do that. In my head the whole time, he's he said that it was a 5% chance of it re-herniating based on whatever. And I was like, well, that's what's going to happen to me. Because when I got my tonsillectomy delinquents, this is what happened. I got my tonsillectomy where they took out the tonsils and the andoids. What the hell are the andoids and where are they? All right. And, um... So, uh, they're like, yeah, the chances of that coming back are very slim, like maybe less than 10%. And I was like, sweet. And so I made it two weeks and I was right there for the follow-up the day before the follow-up. And I felt like this, this mass in my throat. And I would like, they're like, whatever you do in the first couple of days after the, the, the surgery, don't like hock a Don't like try to clear your throat and spit it out. I was like, Okay. And that's the feeling that I felt the day before the follow-up. I was like, all right, well, it's either choke or spit it out. And plus, it's been well over a week, so I should be good. So I hocked it up and I spit it out and it was a clot. And then there was more. And then I hocked it up and I spit out that. And it was a giant clot. And then I started bleeding into my mouth. So that was fun. I just started bleeding profusely into my mouth. And I had to go and see the doctor, and he had to break out the silver nitrate, and he cauterized the fucking wound with me being wide the fuck awake. No sleepy cheese, no fucking meds, no local antiseptics, nothing. Just, you know, I'm going to think I'm just going to go in there. It looks like he came from a golf match, or he was going to one. He he was on a time crunch. He had to get this done. He went in there. These, these silver nitrate things are on like a Q-tip, and they activate when they get wet, right? So when silver nitrate gets wet, it produces immense heat. And that's how he cauterized the bleeding. And I was like, all right, good times. Thank you for that. <laughs> that was awesome. So when this guy's like, oh, you know, there's only a 5% chance of it re-herniating. 
And I'm like, fucking no. No, thank you. I don't, I don't want it to re-herniate, so if I have to sit on my ass and do fucking nothing and not bend, that's what the fuck I'm going to do. It's either I'm gung-hoing it and I go against doctor's wishes and uh, get back to work sooner and then possibly re-injure myself, or I do what the doctor says, wait the whole fucking time, then go back to work, and then I'm good for baseball. Because that's it. That's really what I want. I want to be more agile. I want to run a little bit. I want to play baseball and stuff. I can't do dick now. So he's going to go in there. And I am a physical ideal specimen for surgeries. Right? So uh, he's going to... He's going to be like, you know what? You're good to go back to work tomorrow. You know, this is an outpatient. You don't have to stay the night. The surgery's at 10 a.m. It'll be done by noon. You, by the by the end of lunch, I can be back at work. Because I am a, in peak physical form. I am not. So, I'm not, like, unhealthy. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I just don't want to wake up and, like, not have a leg. Or be paralyzed from the waist down or something stupid. Chances of that happening, very slim, especially with a minimally evasive, you know, surgery, surgeries, but crazier things have happened. Yep. Yeah, but in all honesty, props to this doctor who's like, listen, yeah, this needs to be done. It needs to be done soon. Normally I'll wait like a month or two and try to get you in there, but, uh, how, you think you can come in on the 14th? I was like, yes, sold, done. Make it happen. I'm just so over this, man. I'm just so over it. Oh, my God. It takes a lot to break it, dude. And I'm not broken yet, but I have to I have to be very careful with my movements now. I have to be very ginger with it. You know what I mean? A quick turn or a quick shift in weight, sitting, spinning my spinning chair around too fast, and I am a mess. I am a wreck. It's like getting tased. That's what it felt like yesterday when I tried to put my shirt on, whatever, and all of a sudden I had this shooting shooting numbness go down my leg and my leg gave out. It's a good thing my right leg was there to catch me because, man, that was a weird sensation. Very, very weird sensation. But we do what we can. We do what we can. Oh, man. The things I do for other people, you know what I mean? Other people would just be like, oh my god, the pain is too intolerable. I'm going to jump off of a roof. The high roof. And I'm just going to aim for my neck at first. And end it. But now I want to do things with my family and my children and my unborn grandkids that don't exist yet. But, you know, I can't, I'm not going to be that frail old man. I refuse to be the frail old man. That is not going to happen. I am not that guy. Nope, 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 nope. Nope. No. Not even a little bit. Oh, man. Sometimes you don't have a choice, though. You know? The Lord works in mysterious ways. Thank God I'm not in the field anymore. Man, could you imagine that? You're outside, you're busting. Like, that's what I did for, like, the past 11 years. Going on 12 this summer. It was a very physical job. There was no schedule. You're on call like seven days out of the week. You know, you get one day off and then, oh, you get two days off and then you finally get three days off. 
you know, you work your way up and, you know, you finally end up where you want to be and now you got a back injury where sitting down in front of a computer sucks? My God, who hurts you? You know what I mean? I don't deserve this karmaic experience. It's, I definitely, when it comes to karma, I, I don't think I deserve this. This is, this is weird. This is just, an, this is cruel and unusual punishment. Why did it take so long? And the doctor's like, oh, so you did this, this, this. I don't know why you had to go through all that. I was like, probably for insurance reasons. He's like, yeah, yeah, definitely insurance reasons. Because you can't just, they can't just see the MRI, see how severe it is and be like, oh, surgery. Nope, nope. You got to do physical therapy, and then you got to go pain management, then you got consults. But from August to now, let's just say September, October, November, December, January, six fucking months of fuck all, six months of pain, people, six months of pain. My kid is about to start baseball again, and I'm sitting here like, Ooh, I'm not going to be able to do anything. I want to be an assistant coach, but I'm going to be bedridden for a bit. I don't know. But uh, if I get the surgery on the 14th, I will be good by the end of March. I should be good. Ready and raring to go. Not 100%, but better than I am now. When I, when I jog, when I start jogging, jogging down the street, when I start jogging with my new balance and just go for a nice brisk jog, <laughs> when I do that, I am going to cry. I'll probably cry. I'll probably cry a little bit. Tears of joy. Or maybe the pain will be severe too. But I haven't ran for a long time. Months. Possibly six months. And that is depressing as shit. I haven't even walked fast in this that amount of time. Because it looks like the way I ugh, keep yawning. Why do I keep yawning? And now you're yawning because it's contagious. If you're yawning delinquents, let me know. Because is yawning contagious? Uh, if you see it, if you're looking at it. Or is yawning contagious if you hear me yawn? Like, if you hear me yawn on this podcast, whether you're listening to it now or listening to it in 40 years, whether you're my great-great-grandkid just going through my old podcasts and you heard me yawn, did you yawn too? Social experiment! <laughs> oh, and now I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. You would think that I needed, like, a hip replacement or something. Like, I needed a new hip. Nope. Nope. I just can't walk. If I extend my leg too far past the 45 degree angle, it's, it's painful. <sighs> I just yawned again. They asked, like, what's your pain level at? I was like, it's at a constant four. It's always at a four. And why do you think, like, oh, you think it's at a four because you've grown to get used to it? I was like, probably. It's there all the time. I was like, as I'm talking to you right now, it's there. It's right now. Right now as I talk to you. Right now as I do this podcast, there it is. Right there. Just sitting there like a fucking annoying fly pissing me off. But when the surgery is done, they say, that's it. Pain is gone. Nothing to worry about here, folks. It's automatic. It's right away. As long as I, as long as I get past the two-week healing thing and I take care of my body and it doesn't like... 
re-herniate, I should be good. I should be good to go. I should be back to 100. That's the kick in the ass you need. Unfortunately, it took a back surgery, minimally evasive, but still, back surgery, 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 okay? Minimally evasive back surgery for, for me to be like, you know what? I am staying in shape now. I didn't do anything to warrant this. It's not like I was in bad shape before, like in August. However, I could have been in better shape, and now I'm going to be in fucking great shape. Because I am not going to let this slide again. It will not re-herniate. I will be in great fucking shape. I've gained, like, I've, the liquids, you've heard it. I've gained, like, 25 pounds. 20, 25 pounds since August. I don't know if it's the drugs. I don't know if it's because of my psyche and my demeanor. And it's depressing as shit. And I'm just eating a bunch of junk food because I can't stand up to make shit too long. I can't sit down too long. I can't fucking drive. I have to shift while I sleep. Bowel movements. Let's talk about bowel movements for a second. Miserable. Not a fan of bowel movements. Because you have to, you know, tense that part of the body and it's pushing on the vertebrae and everything's just like, why does life suck? And you're trying to get there and then the wiping is a problem and I'm just, you know, praying for a bidet. I get it now. I I get the bidet factor. It's tempting. But... Uh, does it have heated water? Does it heat the water before it sprays your anus? Or are you just sitting there like, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning dropping ass, and then all of a sudden you're like, all right, turn the bidet on, and Jack Frost is nipping at your fucking <laughs> sack. You know what I mean? No, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Jack Frost nipping at your nuts. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost bedaying at your testicles. That doesn't rhyme. But you get you, you get the gist. You get the gist of it. Once you get it. Oh, man. So, if you want to do me a favor, just in case... Just in case I don't make it through this minimally evasive, don't be a pussy surgery. <laughs> you can go to charisnone.com. Let, let them know Sarge sent you by using code Sarge20. There are some good hoodies out there. And plus, you need the hoodies. Because yesterday, like I said, 70 degrees. Today, like 10 degrees with the wind chill. What the fuck, Midwest? Chicagoland knows better. They're like, oh yeah, this is still, this is still shorts and hoodie weather. Shorts and hoodies. I think our kids today are a little bit messed up and backwards because I see them going to the bus stop in hoodies and shorts when it's cold. And in the summer, they're wearing jeans, but under their jeans, they're sweatpants or like basketball shorts and like hoodies and a jacket. I was like, what are you doing that for? You dumb idiots. (sighs) Makes no sense to me. Makes no sense to me. In political news, which I don't want to talk about, Mitch McConnell... The senator, the GOP representative for the Republican minority party in the Senate, is done after November. Good. We don't want you. We don't need you. You fucking bowed to Chuck Schumer way too many fucking times. And you fucking don't do what the constituents want, what's best for the party, what's best for the nation. You just did whatever the fuck the Democrats told you to do. And when there was actually a... 
uh, Republican president, you treated him like a fucking asshole with your Chinese wife, with Chinese lobby money, doing whatever the fuck you guys do. You're, as far as I'm concerned, you're Nancy Pelosi with a dick. And who's to say she doesn't have one? It's probably bigger than her husband's. My God. Who gets beat up by a home intruder with like a candlestick or a hammer? Start blasting. So anyway, I started blasting. No one's breaking into my fucking house, okay? If you break into my house, if you are in my house, and you are not supposed to be there, and I don't know anything about you, the cops are going to be like, oh, so what happened next? Well, anyway, officer, I just started blasting. I just started blasting. Yeah. Criminals need to know that we don't, we're, not, we're not fucking around. That's the deterrence. The Second Amendment is a huge deterrence. Could you imagine, delinquents, could you imagine if we didn't have the Second Amendment, what, what crime would be like? It would be ten times fucking worse than it is now. Ten times worse. Because the police can't do anything anyway. Oh, man. I'm so tempted. I was so tempted to join a fucking police force. I could go anywhere. That's what the Democratic Party did to the police in, in this nation. Completely fucking destroyed it. I would go anywhere. I could go anywhere. Everyone's looking for cops. New York, Portland, Chicago, St. Louis, Denver, Boulder, fucking Sioux City, Iowa. Everywhere. Everywhere is looking. Everywhere. I could go to Wyoming, Butte, Montana, if I wanted to. I could just start living the dream in the fucking cold west. I'm all about that fucking life. You have no idea. I don't want to live in Arizona or New Mexico where there's no life. It's just fucking desert and sun. Who puts themselves in this position? Sam Kennison said it best. You know, oh, we have no food. We have no water. Then maybe you should move where the food is. You see this? This is sand. Yeah, sand. You know what doesn't grow in sand? Food. <laughs> Oh, man. Check it out. Sam Kennison talking about food and deserts and shit. Oh, man. It makes fucking... It makes me... It makes me so happy. It makes me happy. Why would you live in desolate places? You put a lot of faith in the infrastructure and our economy and transportation to get the food to these rural places in the middle of fucking New Mexico or Arizona. You know what I mean? Nevada. What the fuck's in Nevada? Las Vegas. That's it. Somebody was walking through a fucking desert. They're like, oh, I dropped this rock. And then they built Vegas on it. And that's the that's the best thing about not Nevada. That's it. That's all you get. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, just... I would say grow your own, but the government doesn't want you to grow your own. They want you to live off the land that they give you. Huddled up with the huddled masses of people that they control through Big Brother. There's a sense of, you know, purpose when you're responsible for your own shit. Like you grow your own food, you hunt your own food, you gather your own food, you chop your own wood, you live off the land, it's your land. You know, trick-or-treating sucks because you don't have any fucking neighbors for like... At least half a mile, which is fine. But there's a sense of accomplishment when you take care of yourself. 
You know, we're in generations now where they're just like, oh, I'm going to go to Walmart. Oh, I have food in the fridge. I don't want to make it. I'm going to order Domino's. And all the grocery food that I bought a week ago is going to go bad. That's just how you guys do that. I do that. We all do that. Why? No idea. No clue. We just lack the fucking moral, testicular fortitude and integrity to stand up and be like, all right, I'm exhausted, but I'm going to get this done. It's a different story when you're sitting there in the middle of fucking rural nowhere and you have to do it or you die. It's going to be 10 degrees tonight. You need to make a fire. You don't have firewood. Guess what you're going to do? You're going to get it. When there's life or death on the line, people tend to choose life. So that that's what makes you circle back to the Second Amendment. Don't break into my house. If you want to live, don't break into my house. It's a huge gamble with the Second Amendment, especially in like states like Texas, Arizona, Oklahoma, Florida. But there's those Republican GOP hardheads all over the place, even Democrats that are armed. Don't break into our house. We have every right to defend our castle. This is our spot. You don't... I don't give a fuck what your intentions are. You could be unarmed. If you break into our house and we shoot you in the face and you die, that's not our fault. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me, though, if you have, you know, district attorneys like Fannie Willis and Alvin Bragg be like, oh, you shot an, you shot an unarmed man. Yeah, he was in my living room. Yeah, but he was unarmed. And that makes you should not have firearms, sir. You are mentally... You are mentally distressed and you need to be under surveillance for committing this homicide. It was self-defense. He was in my house. He broke into my house. Yeah, but he was unarmed. You understand the leftist arguments of this? It's stupid and terrifying. They're trying to get rid of the Second Amendment. Don't let it stop with bump, bump stocks or automatics versus semi-automatics, which I understand. Or sawed-off shotguns. Or, you know, AR-15s, bulletproof vests. You buy everything you could possibly buy. Get it. Buy all of it. Buy all of it. Get whatever the fuck you want. When they start regulating what guns you can and cannot have, like Illinois has an AR ban, assault-style rifles, whatever that means. All rifles are assault-style. You know why? Because they hold bullets. You fuck. Yeah. They're going to try to take the guns away first. And when they take the guns away, we're fucked. What the hell do you think happens to crime if they take the guns away? It's gonna. You think it's going to go up? You think it's going to go down? It's going to go up. It's going to go up. They're going to take your guns away. They're going to take away your First Amendment. That's what happened in Nazi Germany. That's what Democrats are trying to do now. Republicans are not the fascists, ladies and gentlemen. Democrats are. They Who wants all these gun rules and regulations? Oh, stop bump stocks. Oh, stop assault-style rifles. Oh, man, man. Every gun is a weapon, but the guns don't shoot themselves, okay? I have no problem with mental health checks and background checks for people that want to purchase a firearm. I get that. I get the two-week waiting period and everything. That sounds great to me, but... What the fuck if you're trying to take it away from the good people that are actually following the law? Because if you put a law into place where the Second Amendment is nullified, the people that follow the law are going to give it back. 
and they would be stupid to do so. I follow the law. Would I be giving my guns back? Absolutely the fuck not. Why? Because the right to bear arms shall not be infringed at all. At all. So that goes for whatever fucking gun is on the market. Do I need a fucking automatic? No, I get that. That makes sense. But I don't give a fuck if it's black powder, rear loader, charger, pistol, six shooter. Don't give a shit if it's got a charging handle or not. All right? It could be a fucking one shot. Pew pew. I don't give a fuck. Leave it alone. Let me have what I want. And back the fuck off. Don't break into my house. Because if you break into my house, I'm going to shoot you in the face. I am going to shoot you in the face. This is what happened with Nazi Germany. They took away, they took away free speech. You couldn't, uh, you couldn't gather in masses. You couldn't talk. You couldn't, they took all the guns away. They took the guns out of Australia too. There's no guns in fucking Europe. And look at what that refugee taking in that refugee status was now. Huh, Germany? Huh, France? Huh, England? There are people hanging Palestinian flags off of Irish bridges. And you can't do fucking shit. They're beating your children up. They're bullying your kids. Because they want to bring Sharia law to the West. And you gave up all your fucking guns. You know why? Because you're fucking stupid. Canada gave up their guns, but they're pretty safe. You know why? Because they have an awesome downstairs neighbor. That's why. Yeah. So Democrats, they want to take your guns, they want to silence your speech, and they want to blame it on Republicans. Everything that they're mad at, everything that they claim, like segregation, Republicans are responsible for segregation. No, we're not. You are. Republicans are responsible for Jim Crow. No, we're not. You are. Republicans, you know, are the reason, you know, slavery existed. No, we're not. You are. It was the GOP. It was the uh, abolitionists of the North, the Republicans like Abraham Lincoln that ended slavery, that put out the Emancipation Proclamation, that desegregated the military before Woodrow Wilson resegregated the military like a fucking asshole. Woodrow Wilson, asshole. FDR, racist fucking asshole. You think FDR is one of the greatest presidents of all time? Democrats do. Horrible fucking racist asshole what are he he put fucking a bunch of asians in concentration camps remember that by the millions after pearl harbor you know what else he did there there was a uh, anti lynching bill like like make lynching illegal he didn't sign that Oh, lynching is bad. We should stop lynching people. Don't you think, Mr. President? Nah, I'm not signing this. That's the reason Joe Lewis didn't vote for him. Joe Lewis, the boxer. He didn't vote for Franklin Delano Roosevelt because he didn't sign the anti-lynching bill. There were Jews, like respectfully legit refugees, running from Europe, coming across the ocean in boat, looking for sanctuary. Staring at the Statue of Liberty. Give us your huddled masses. Like a legit claim to escaping death in Nazi Germany. And FDR was like, nah, no, no thanks. We didn't join World War II to help our allies. Which we should have done early. 
We waited till Japan did stupid shit and attacked Pearl Harbor. That's a problem. FDR was a horrible human being. Democrats are evil as shit. Evil. They want segregation. They want us they want to put black versus white, race, religions, genders, and sexual preferences. They want to pit them up against each other. They don't want you living far apart, living off the land, being your own individual free freedom loving person. They want you all together where they could see you. And they could give you COVID shots and spike your water and God know God knows what else. God knows what else. Man. How the apple falls so far from the tree. You got Theodore Roosevelt. This dude was a fucking brick house of a man. The reason the teddy bear is called the teddy bear is because Theodore Roosevelt was holding a fucking bear cub. And they called it a fucking teddy bear. There's a picture of it somewhere. That was a that was a Republican right there. That man went to war. He was part of the Rough Riders. You know? That dude was awesome. He got shot, okay? He got fucking shot. And then he spoke for like two hours while bleeding from his chest because he cared more about the people. That's a patriot. That's a fucking patriot. Oh, my God. Then he got FDR. How did you come from the balls of the great Theodore Roosevelt? How did you come from that? Oh, my God. We should have joined World War II a lot earlier. It would have been... It would have ended a lot sooner if we did. That's how I feel about that. That's how I feel about that. We had to wait for Japan. That's so stupid. That's so stupid. We would be much better off if Democrats didn't exist in our society. Democrats are an absolute, absolute cancer to our culture, to the Constitution, to our way of life. When they speak in platitudes, and they do it all the time, they're like, this is bad, this is stupid, you're stupid, don't do this. They never say why. Don't vote for him, why? He's a fascist, why? That race is a racist, why? MAGA Republicans are in a cult, why? Donald Trump will put you back in chains, why? Donald Trump's the racist, why? What? They don't say why. They just... Make a statement, and they hope your ignorant ass will be like, yeah, okay, because you said so. Just because you're on MSNBC or CNN or ABC or CBS and you say something doesn't mean we need to take your word for it. We need to we need to verify and fact check you. So kudos to Elon Musk for buying out Twitter so it's not so one-sided anymore. There's actual free speech on Twitter. You try to do that stuff on, like... Google, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, you're fucked. You're fucked. Pro-Democrat? Good. Push that stuff. Send it. Pro-GOP? Pro-conservative? Nah, man. Nah, you can't say that. We're going to shadow ban you. You're not going to know any better. Eventually, someone's going to get hold of these podcasts and going to be like, this guy is a problem. This dude is a problem. We need to silence the gray area podcast. And I'll know. Because I've gone up significantly. So if I just shoot down, if I plateau up and just fall, I'll know that something shady is up. Oh, man, I just sneezed. I paused it so you didn't hear it. But I just sneezed and I felt a giant wave of 
numbness just shake through my body from my shoulder down. Oh, weird. I'm yawning again. Are you yawning? I'm yawning. All right, I'm going to go pick up my kid delinquents. I've been talking to you guys long enough. He gets out in seven minutes. Hope you enjoyed our little talks today. And I will see you guys next time. Love you. Bye.